You're listening to the Savvy Citizen Podcast, and today, we've got your goat. My name's Adam Gobb, and we're talking with two folks from the town of Cramerton about the Goat Island Games and its mascot, Goaty McGoatface. Now, this has become one of the most popular events all across Gaston County, even though it's only been around for seven years. So listen in as we tell you a little bit about what to expect at this year's event. Welcome into another edition of the Savvy Citizen Podcast. I'm Adam Gobb. Today, we are talking about the Goat Island Games in Cramerton, and we've got a couple folks from the town of Cramerton here to talk to us a little bit about what to expect in 2023. So I'll have uh, both of you kind of introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about who you are and and, uh, what you do for the town. I am Rachel Andrea. I'm the Special Events and Program Supervisor for the town of Cramerton. So I work on Goat Island Games, among other events that we put on, like Fourth of July, I also do summer camps and things along those lines. So lots of fun stuff. And she's appropriately dressed for the podcast today. She's got the Goat Island Games t-shirt on, so she is she is ready to rock and roll. That's right. <laughs> yeah, and I'm Westwood. I'm our interim parks and rec director, as well as overseeing our athletic programs. So really what I do is handle a lot of our youth sports, as well as um, right now, kind of our big picture and budget stuff, as well as maintenance projects that we have going on in Cramerton. Sure. Uh, so if you can talk to me a little bit about kind of where the idea for Goat Island Games came from. Yeah, so it's, um, like I said, it's relatively new, um, Goat Island Games. This is our seventh year doing it, and it's kind of just um, progressively picked up as it's went along. So, I mean, it started off real small, cornhole, um, ping pong tournaments that we had going on, and gradually we've increased it to the 5K, 5-miler, um, mountain biking, um, a lot of the other stuff that Rachel will dive into that it's really become a big thing. Um, so it's really just picked up steam over the years, um, adding new events with the increased popularity. There, There is something for everybody. So whether you're like just a single adult and you're just looking to do something, if you've got a family and you've got kids that you want to bring out, like there's something for everybody to get involved in here. Yes. I actually pitch that to people as we've got live music. If you don't like cornhole, we've got live music. We've got food. We have arts and crafts. We've got Pretty much anything for anybody. If you enjoy being outside in any way, shape, or form, we have something for you. So basically, this this is something that you're not going to pitch to, like, hermits. <laughs> but everybody else is good. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> so what do you think is the, has been historically the most popular element of Good Island Games? Because you, you talked about it, you know, it's still relatively new. But what's been, is, is there any one driving factor? Or is it kind of like the, you know, having all of these different things? So typically our 5K has the most participation in it. And we we have people from multiple states come in lots of different counties, lots of different towns come to participate. So I think that is a big draw. There's a lot of people that do 5Ks every weekend. They're out there doing things. And last year we added a five miler. So that gets the more competitive people who... Yep. For some reason like to torture themselves running five miles on a Saturday morning. Yeah. I think a lot of people do like the live music and hanging out on Goat Island. Goat Island is a very popular park. Um, when people think of Cramerton, that's what they think of a lot of the time. So right. it seems to be just kind of people enjoy spending time in the space. So I think the space itself draws people, but mm-hmm. the 5K, I would say, is probably one of the most popular pieces. What do you have in terms of, of turnout? Are you guys able to kind of measure that from, from year to year, or is it kind of difficult because it's, you know, you've got a lot of different, you know, parts to this event? That's a great question. So we can measure how many people participate in actual activities, but sure. the exact number is it's almost impossible. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. it's a guessing game, 100%. So 
So um, we just kind of try to take snapshots. Sometimes I just take pictures of the crowd so I can get an idea during the day and try to count them out a little bit, but it's definitely not a science. So we talked a little bit about about the 5K. You guys have the five-mile run. Um, If you're looking to bring your kids out, what are some of the things um, that are going to be part of the event for kids to enjoy? So one of the things I've been adding in the last couple of years is more arts and craft style things. So um, they always love the playground, of course. Sure. So they can always hang out on the playground. We're going to have some sidewalk chalk stuff out there, some coloring pages. So tiny kids all the way up can participate in that. Mm -hmm. Um, They're also going to have a craft to make their own bird feeders, which sounds intimidating. But really, it's just a string that you put Cheerios on that you can hang in a tree. Oh, there you go. Anybody can do that, too. So uh, and then. At Confluence, which is a structure in town right next to Goat Island, they're going mm-hmm. to be doing a potting party where you, for Mother's Day, decorate a pot and you can put a plant in it and take it home to mom. Oh, so there's a lot nice. of different, yeah. What are some of the things that are new this year that, that you didn't have last year? I know that we've talked about um, several of the different activities, but you know what, what specifically you know were people not able to do last year that they can do this year, if anything? So we added Zumba which is great. We have a wonderful instructor who moved to town in the last year. So she's doing some Zumba, which seems very popular. Mm -hmm. Um, We've changed a few things. So this year we have a kayak demo of inflatable kayaks that we're going to have, which we've not had before. We're also going to have a group bike ride, kind of a casual bike ride that's family friendly. So it's not for your super advanced necessarily, but if you want to kind of get a feel of Cramerton, you can ride your bike around Mm -hmm. and he'll take you on a tour. Um, The arts and crafts are going to be definitely expanded from last year. So that's always a plus and hopefully more music. We're still working on a second act, but usually we only have one. So we're going to try to expand that too. Are you, are you able to say at this point who you've got lined up, at least for the first act? So our headliner right now is Caleb Davis. Okay. He's a Gaston County native, and I learned a couple months ago that he lifeguarded for us for like six years and his oh, siblings. Wow. So it's awesome. It's Small like world. keeping it all in Cramerton. Right, right. Yeah, I know he's playing a couple different festivals this summer. So, I mean, it's, you know, if you're, if you're into the live music scene, you've probably heard Caleb. He's great. Yeah. Yeah. What are your kind of thoughts and visions for where you would like to see Goat Island Games maybe 10, 20 years down the road? I mean, is that is that something that, you know, it, in a perfect world, if, you know, if you, you know, were able to continue to grow it, you know, where would you like to have this event head? Me personally, I would love it to be like uh, maybe multiple days with different things on different days. Hmm. It, we have a lot going on in one day. Yeah. So sometimes the way I am is I like to dabble in a little bit of everything. And that yep. can be kind of hard when you have 10 different activities all wedged into a short time frame. Sure, sure. So I think it would be great to be able to spread into maybe Friday evening, Saturday, maybe a little later on Saturday, kind of expand a little bit. Lots of music. I love Everyone loves music. Yeah. Different food trucks out there. It continue to expand on the 5K and 5 milers mm-hmm. to try to get more people out and running around the community, see how awesome it is. Well, and I have to imagine that this is one of the like, premier events for Cramerton across the year to give you kind of a chance to really shine as, as a, as a town and as a community and kind of, you know, put your best foot forward. I agree. And Wes is an avid runner and okay. he runs around town a lot. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> he runs around town a lot and it is really beautiful in the spring to yeah. get out around town. You know, everything's in bloom, everything's green and lush. The streets are very welcoming there. You know, we have very charming one-lane underpasses that I just think are so quintessential small-town America mm-hmm. and our adorable downtown that is just beautiful. So the 
And the nice thing is the 5K and the 5 miler take you into every... And the river as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it kind of highlights everything. You go over the river, what, three times? You go across the river three times yep, on the races? On the road. It's a lot of scenic views, too. And you get to kind of kind of showcases Cramerton um, from, you know, our downtown side to um, the other side of town, which which Good Island is. The Catawba River runs on both sides of it in the east and west, too. So you're getting a whole, whole view of... Uh, Cramerton and Goat Island um, with our 5K and our 5-miler. Let's take a break to hear a word from our sponsors. Oh, wait, just kidding. We don't have sponsors. These are just some cool things happening in and around Gaston County. The Gaston County Police Department and Safe Kids Gaston are partnering up for the 7th Annual Child Safety Fair. It's happening Saturday, May 6th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Point Church in Belmont. There's free hot dogs, drinks, popcorn, and snow cones for the kids, car seat safety checks, bike, water, and animal safety demonstrations, and so much more. Check out the community calendar on GastonGov.com for more information. How big is Goat Island? Roughly 30 acres on the park itself. And so is the whole island basically a park, or is there part of it that's just kind of like natural landscape and, and... well, the thing about Goat Island, too, is it sits in a flood way, um, which is kind of really one of the only things that can go on the island as a park. Um, we don't have electricity that runs on the island just because, um, you know, floods do happen from time to time out there. Um, but a lot of it's still natural wooded area, um, swamps and marshes, um, okay. creeks that run through it. And then, um, yeah, two bridges connect both sides of the island, too. So it's really scenic and really cool. Um, and then the other side of our island connects to another portion of our greenway. Um, River Link, which is about a mile down and back too. So okay. really, it's pretty awesome, everything we have out there. So folks are coming out. Um, this is going to be Saturday, May 6th. What time does it kind of kick off? And then where should people go in terms of, of parking? And um, is there anything that they need to know in terms of um, do they need to bring cash for any of the vendors or or what all sort of details do people need if they're they're thinking about coming out? So the morning starts at 7, which is our fishing. Oh, okay. So um, fishing starts at 7. The 5K starts at 8.30, and most of the other events start at 9.30 and later. Okay. So the latest thing we have starting is our um, cornhole tournament starts at 12.30. We do have the arts and crafts that go until 4. Mm-hmm. Um, parking is interesting because obviously Goat Island is an island. Right. So we have a small parking area on one side. We have downtown on the other. Mm-hmm. Stuart Kramer High School is actually a very short distance away. I think it's a little over a quarter mile. Okay. Um, and we have, you know, street parking. I actually have created a map that we have on the website there so people go. can see it. It's an interactive Google map. Nice. Um, so, yeah. And I'm hoping in the future maybe we can do some shuttling yeah. of people to try to get people in and out. Yeah. Yeah. Be no, really that makes fun. sense. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, I know obviously there's there's a lot that, kind of happens around Gaston County in the spring. There's different towns that are doing festivals. Cherryville's got theirs. You know, Belmont's doing the Garibaldi Festival right before, I think, the weekend before this one. Um, if if somebody has never been to Goat Island Games, what's the one thing that you want them to kind of take away from from coming out and experiencing this and, and getting to see Cramerton if they're not already Cramerton residents, or even if they are and they've just never come out? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> what is what is the essence of the Goat Island Games? <laughs> I think, I mean, kind of what you hit on earlier, too. Um, for me, you know, us working in parks and recreation, 
offering some for everybody is kind of yeah. what we do. And I think uh, this event exemplifies that um, 100%. There's something from fishing. Uh, if you just want to go out and listen to live music, grab a bite to eat, or if you want to run, run a race and mountain bike too, or just look at the water, there's something for everybody too. So that's what I think um, you know, a lot of people can take from it and that we're most proud of, or I am most proud of. Sure. I 100% agree with Wes. Um, and the nice thing about the games that we offer is so obviously they're competitions and you can sure. win an award. There's no cash prizes or anything. So it's, you're really winning back bragging rights. Right. Um, <laughs> these, these are municipal events. <laughs> yes. We're all poor. <laughs> yes. Well, and it's, you know, it's about the outdoor and taking advantage of the spaces that we have, right? right. That's the idea behind the whole day. And um, we have really cool custom awards that are paddles that get painted and engraved. They're very cool. You can nice. mount them on your wall. They're definitely a conversation piece. Yeah. Um, to me, the thing I think is really great about it is, so if you want to participate in ping pong, you don't have to be a ping pong master. There's going to be some people out there that are very good. Yeah, for sure. But I see people who had no intention of coming to play ping pong, cornhole, whatever it may be, mm -hmm. and they end up being like, oh, it's not an intimidating environment, even though it's a competition. Right. So I turned around last year and my son and my nephew were playing cornhole in the contest. I was like, wait, what is going on here? Cool. They, they did not win. Well. They were not very good. Okay. But they did compete and they made some friends with the other teams and so it was just very welcoming very good community environment. What I think is cool to see is sometimes I people watch when we have events too, and a lot of people at the Goat Island Games, you see them just stroll up like they have no idea what's going yeah. on, and then you yep. see them, like she said, playing cornhole, doing something too. So, like, you don't have to be an expert. You can just drop in and find something for you. In terms of, like, pre-registration, do you have to register for, like, the 5K and that part of it, but then everything else is kind of just drop in and, you know? Yeah, so we do encourage everybody to register ahead of time for the 5K and 5-miler. Okay. You can register the day of, but it is not the easiest process because you still have to fill out all your information on the website and all of that. So even if it's the night before, yeah. definitely better. Okay. Um, we do have options to pre-register for things. So you can just roll up, give us your name, we'll check you off. But there's no need to do that. You can okay. show up. You can decide one minute before the, comp the contest starts, and we'll get you in there. So it's very easy to get into any of the contests that we have. Do you get people that have um, come out multiple years that have like, maybe you've got some people that are like, Hey, I'm really into cornhole and they've, they've established like, we're going to come out and we're going <laughs> to, we're going to win. We're going for the, we're going for the title at the Goat Island games. There's some decorated, uh, Goat Island Games athletes too, yes. trying to chase down the records, I guess. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> there is specifically this brother pair that I immediately thought of when you said that, and mm -hmm. they don't even play ping pong regularly, but they don't live in the same area, but they come together for the last four years to compete against each other in ping pong. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but they go at it really hard. Nice. They've not won yet. Okay. But I'm, maybe this is this is going to be their year. Sounds like there there's some like family history there, a little bit of a you know, brother rivalry, some aggression. They're just kind of getting it all be. out. Well, I have siblings. Yeah. So yeah, 100%. Oh yeah. 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 I have, I have two younger brothers and the, the youngest one is like 11 years younger. So like there wasn't a lot of, you know, rivalry sort of stuff, but the, the middle brother, he and I would go at it all the time. So yeah. I'm the youngest. Ah. We're always fighting to prove that we're as good as everyone else. Absolutely. So. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Whereas like the oldest is like, oh, the youngest gets away with everything and they're allowed to do whatever they want and the rules don't apply to them like they applied to us. That's a lie. <laughs> as, a, as a youngest, I'm going to say that is a lie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 
Awesome. Well, anything else that I didn't ask about? I always like to kind of throw that out there at the end and make sure that there isn't anything that you're like, oh, I wanted to talk about that and you you didn't ask about it. You want to talk about the shirt and the logo and some of the merchandise Aha, that goes see, along with it? This is why I asked that question. <laughs> I I am a huge proponent of Goaty McGoface is his name. Oh, okay. So he has... He, he has, has a name. Okay. <laughs> and he's changed styles. I don't know if you can tell. He's changed his shades and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. For the next couple of years, our plan is to use Goaty McGoface, but he, he evolves each year. Okay. I personally, so I pick the colors that we use. Mm -hmm. I like bright colors. Yeah. I don't want another navy blue shirt. So mm. this year our shirt is orange. Last year is red. Okay. Love it so much. We have cool custom stickers. Yep. That I'm, I'm obsessed with. I love it. Yeah. So the shirts, um, if we don't have them all out on racers, we'll be able to sell them. So okay. people want, a lot of people last year just wanted to come buy the shirt once they saw it. So sure. We're open to that. For those that don't know, the goats kind of become somewhat of a iconic logo with Cramerton. Oh yeah, um, yeah. it goes along with Goat Island too. Um, don't know the exact history, but there were goats that I guess inhabited the island, um, ate up some of the vegetation a long time ago. So it was called Goat Island, um, and that's kind of where the park name stemmed from too. And then it became a logo, and that's what we use on our Goat Island game shirt too. But we were. Not shocked is the word, but a lot of people love that goat. I mean, there was people asking for it weeks after our event. Uh, do you have any of the, you know, goat goat logo? The, I mean, you heard everything from the swaggy goat to just nice. crazy stuff. Goat like, merch. Yeah. They, they <laughs> oh, want yeah. it. People love it and need it up. So um, I haven't heard swaggy goat. I like that one. Some guy came up to me and said <laughs> I that. Like and I like swaggy goat. Like, hey, citizens. Are you feeling savvy yet? If not, let's take a break and hear about some cool things happening in and around Gaston County. Looking for a job? Come out to the Senior Center inside the Citizens Resource Center in Dallas on Tuesday, May 16th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. for another job fair. You can find much more information on the community calendar at gastongov.com. So is, is the next step then to like recruit an actual goat to wear shades and be like the official like live mascot? So funny thing about that. Oh. There's a picture. Yeah. At the rec center. We had goats that came and ate the kudzu in the park one time. Okay. Or multiple times. But in this particular occasion, they put a, a goat in the boat hat on the goat. Mm -hmm. And there's a picture of this goat. We should definitely Photoshop some shades on, on the goat. <laughs> yeah, that'd be hilarious. Yeah. Perfect. It's the inspiration for Goaty McGoatface, maybe, but... That's right. But yeah, that's hilarious. But yes, so, yeah. Um, I The only other thing I wouldn't mind touching on is the partners that we have. Yeah, absolutely. If that works. So the beneficiary for the whole day is the Catawba Riverkeeper Foundation. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, they do amazing work. And obviously, we're the only town in Gaston County that can say we have a riverfront downtown. Right. We have a river running right through the center and it's a showpiece in my opinion. Yep. The bridge is beautiful. Our fire department's right on the river. It's wonderful. And the riverkeeper really does a good job of trying to, you know, maintain and protect that river as best as possible yep. and educate everybody. They're a great partner to have. Uh, they recently opened up Confluence, which is basically a community center that's in downtown that rents bikes and disc golf equipment, things like that. Okay. And they have art, live music, things like that. So all of our proceeds are going to get donated to them this year. In previous years, we've done uh, the Thread Trail, the Rocky Branch Park, things hmm. like that. It's all outdoor related in our area. Right. So they will be um, out on the island and they're giving us their kayaks to use for our kayak race, which is fantastic. Nice. Human-powered movement. 
is going to be hosting our kayak demo, which is new. That's very exciting for me because I think people are intimidated to get out on the water, and that is a good way to kind of get people in without. Yeah, see, I'm I'm six eight, and so I feel <laughs> like if I get out on the kayak and I like uh, my center of gravity is a little higher than most, so I'm just going to go over into the water without much problem. I totally understand that as a fellow <laughs> giant. I get it. Um, the good news is the water's not that deep, so. Yeah. Don't be. I got my husband. He's six three. I got him on the kayak, and he loved it. So, oh, okay. Maybe they make special ones for you if you're six eight. I'm not sure. <laughs> maybe. Do you, do you have a giant kayak? <laughs> Your you legs have, would not fit in them. Yeah. Now that I think about it. <laughs> Where's the one for Shrek? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But yes. So, um, but yeah, the the river is just awesome. I love that so much. So the inflatable kayak might not be for you because you sit extra high in those. Yeah. But <laughs> and he's also going to do our bike ride, which is great. We've got G-Town Disc Golf Club, who runs our disc golf, and thank God they do, because they do a great job organizing all that. Nice. And they have three different um, categories this year. They got pro, amateur, and beginner. Okay. Open to everybody. And then the Tar Heel Trailblazers are running the mountain biking races, which is different this year, because it's an adventure race where you find checkpoints along the route. So they kind of give you a map, and you have to kind of figure out where to go. So can you rent a mountain bike there, or do you need to bring your own if you're going to participate in that? So for the mountain bike race, they are on, they are going to be even on the kind of more intense trails in okay. the woods. So probably bring your own for that one. There are bikes for rent from Human Human Powered Movement that are kind of, um, they're a mountain bike, but they're not for like doing jumps and crazy stuff. They're okay. more of like the trails, the greenways, all that kind of stuff. Right. So they do have those available for rent. Okay. Yes. So, I mean, I feel like, Again, we talked about this at the beginning, but so much to do. I mean, you guys are really, truly trying to get just anything and everything that you can get out and enjoy. And so really at this point, it's basically fingers crossed for great weather that day. Gosh, yes. <laughs> yes. Knock on <laughs> Yeah, we, um, we just did Gaston Max a few weeks ago. And, and uh, oh, yeah. Dandrea Bradley, who's our deputy communications director, is, is the co-founder and organizer for that event. And um, I mean, obviously covid just wrecked that and then last year um the wind was so brutal that like people were leaving with wind burn and it was just it was awful so this year was a little bit better it still wasn't like fantastic because it was raining in the morning as we were getting set up but at least it cleared and people were able to come out in the afternoon and enjoy it and so i think at some point we're gonna have to have a little sit down and talk to god about this and be like all right (laughs) We have not had great weather or great circumstances with COVID for the last five years for this event. You owe us one. (laughs) Well, if that works, let me know because our Easter egg hunt gets rained out almost every year. So let me know if that works. And and I'm sure for sports, he would love to know if there's there's a hotline somewhere. Yeah, no, no. I'll, I'll I'll definitely um I'll I'll share that information, but we'll we'll try to keep it on the download because otherwise everybody get hitting them up. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, thank you both for coming in for talking about Goat Island Games. I wish you guys the best of success with this event. Again, it is Saturday, May 6th, um, basically running all day. Um, check out the Town of Cramerton's website for more details. Uh, you've got the parking map there. You've got all the information if you want to sign up and torture yourself early in the morning and run a 5K <laughs> or a five-miler. Um, I know Justin Amos, who's one of our um, assistant managers, is a big runner and probably will do that because he's insane. Um, so... Everybody come out, have a great time, and thank you guys for coming in. Thanks so much for having us. Oh, yeah, thank you so much. The Savvy Citizen Podcast is a production of the Gaston County Communications Office. 
It is hosted by Janet Schaefer and Adam Cobb, and its senior field correspondent is Elizabeth McGee. Editor and producer is Joshua Braswell. Coming up next week on the show, we've got Dandrea Bradley and Elizabeth McGee sitting in with Andrew Pierce and Tanya Jones from the Gaston County Public Library, and they are talking Comic-Con. Nerds rejoice. Coming up in June, it is the return of Comic-Con, the first time since 2019.